here. Welcome to episode number 46 of the No Randoms podcast. So far, haven't got a number wrong. We are flowing. Uh, how's it going, my boyos? You know where we start every week. What have you been playing? Anton, what have you been playing this week? You know, man, just a lot of the same. I want to say, uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry. I mixed it up. I checked out that uh, Wo Long, the Fallen Dynasty game on right. Xbox Game Pass. That's been a lot of fun. I've been getting my ass kicked on that game. Like, worse than Elden Ring. Anything I could possibly, like, on some Demon Souls type shit. Like, I, I'm getting, oh. I'm struggling past the intro. But it's a lot, of, it's honestly a lot of fun. It's a, it's a lot of, like, parrying and, like, counterattacking mechanics, fighting and all that. So, I don't know, it's fun. It's so a beautiful kind of game. Into it. You, you checked out? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I haven't played it, but I've I've heard about it for a long time. I know it recently got put out, but it's like Dark Souls, like hard, like Dark Souls. It's not like Elden Ring. It's like actually hard. Yeah, it's hard. very yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard. The lore behind it is cool too, no? Yeah, it's deep. It, it's I'm still kind of learning a lot about it. Uh, it's what's Jerry told me. It's kind of like those Dynasty Warrior games, like like a Dynasty oh. Warrior Souls type mm-hmm. merger. Oh, see, now you're speaking my language. That's my yeah. speed. Dynasty Warriors, we don't talk about that game enough. Well, yeah, honestly, I don't think we've even mentioned it before. But yeah, so I, I like a little cross breed between those. And so I've been kind of getting into that here and there. This is fun. I might check that out, actually. You know, I, honestly, I was going to say, like, yeah, you know, I'm happy you played it then. <laughs> you know, like, happy you got some of that because, you know, who's not going to? Uh, but that Dynasty Warriors call at the end, honestly, it's like that I'm into. Uh, Chad, what about you? Uh, your boys went on FIFA. And, you know, like last week, I told you guys about that space game. So I wanted to take more of like a dive, but not so much in that game. I love like phone games. Like Anton knows I'd be playing phone games all the time. And I love games like <laughs> like there's one that I'm playing right now. It's basically like you start your own like corporation and you got to like get your own employees and you pretty much got to be like a CEO. And it's like, why can't I just do that in real life? You know what I mean? If I can do it in the game, I can do it in real life, I guess. But that's kind of what I've been playing. You know, can I ask you a question? Like a, like a gaming question, like a kind of personal, please. Are you playing more Elon games? Is, is the company, is it Twitter that you run? I'm an AI dude. <laughs> you can't, it feels I, a little bit like you're playing more Elon game. I'm just gonna say that's two weeks in a row of, of you playing uh, full on Elon Musk. Did you Did you guys hear about? Sorry, kind of pivot in there real quick about the controversies involving the controversies. No, what's up? Yeah, young young Elon, y'all man. I mean, he's got a bunch, but what what are the new ones? The, the latest one. So <laughs> apparently, you know how he he just be firing people. You know what I mean? Just getting them <laughs> out of there. Like, yo, you're 86. You're out of here. You don't work. Young anymore. Ari Gold. So apparently some some cat was like tweeting out like, hey, I can't log into my computer. What's going on? Um, Elon basically, long story short, basically came at him and said, do you even work here? Uh, let me get your information. The guy verified it. I guess long story short, he sold his company to Twitter, therefore making him a Twitter employee. And then Elon just went about rampaging, like trashing this guy like, oh, haha. Apparently, he has muscle dystrophy, yet you're getting these tweets off very fast. And apparently, the guy really does have, like, a muscle oh, dystrophy. Wow. <laughs> and Elon was, like, trashing him all over Twitter, like, making fun of him. And so, everyone's been saying, a lawsuit is coming at the boy. Doth mean. Probably. Why so, so you, mean? Probably just settle it. Honestly, he's like, I mean. Yeah, yeah they'll probably end like, up settling, settling at some point. Like, like, it's like, not like a trial or anything like that. But that boy is about to get paid. 
I was just like, come I on. I mean, that's on. interesting. That's I wonder, I wonder if you can, I mean, do you, can you, is it illegal to be mean as the boss? I mean, I'm sure if, if, I mean, if your billionaire boss fires you and then like publicly humiliates you like in front of people and your disease, I mean, in today's society, bro, I'm, I'm sure, especially if you actually did have like muscle dystrophy and then he's out here like, ha ha ha. Yeah, but you're getting these tweets off fast, aren't you? It's like, <laughs> you can't be doing that. <laughs> All right. In the spirit of this being a gaming podcast, I will move it on. Uh, but I have more thoughts on that. So I'm gonna catch you after this pod. <laughs> I've it. been um I've been back in the Harry Potters, you know what I'm saying? We've been having a lot of family Harry Potters, so skimming through Harry Potter, Apex and FIFA, the usuals. Uh two things though. One, I haven't been playing my PC and I miss it, which is cool. I didn't say. think I've just been busy, you know, we had birthdays and stuff going on, family in town, uh, so I've been on the console, and then I think Harry Potter is pulling away, or, it's funny, we keep calling it Harry Potter, or I do at least, and it's like not, Harry, it's, it's a Hogwarts game. Harry Potter uh, has probably been taking that same time that I would normally give to, uh, I think, my PC games, so I just, I kind of, I mean, you heard it here first, I kind of miss COD. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's weird for me, I kind of rage on that game all the time, but uh it's it's i don't know i miss it so i haven't been playing that much but i did get some time this week to play roblox which is interesting um but just spent some more time learning about their their whole the whole ecosystem again like how not like the individual games but really how the ecosystem works which i know is kind of different for us but i spent some time exploring how trading works and learning about you know the gaps between something like roblox and and something new like the sandbox right like where Oh, here we go. But where the Web3 gaming kind of stuff is going. But as we're in the middle of of kind of figuring out what that looks like, uh, it was fun to, I was asking the kids a bunch of questions about, about Roblox. Like, wait, so what do you trade and how do you trade it? And can you wear this outfit in this other game? And, you know, what, what, how do you grow in the individual game, save your progress, things like that. Um, so I learned a lot about kind of the kids game this week. Have you guys played, Anton, maybe you played some Roblox, right? That that's what I was just getting into. I was like, we didn't talk about this here because I remembered seeing at some point throughout this past. I'm I'm tired. I'm sorry. <clears throat> that someone on Roblox made a Call of Duty, like a version of Call of Duty. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was actually like very impressive. Like it looked like a good, I mean, basic basic shooter. And I had no idea. I know that we've talked about like the depth in those games, like that. Well, I guess more so Roblox. But I had no idea that there was like depth in those engines that like you can create such like games within games within like i i, I don't know again i'm completely on the outside of that so i'm sure it's probably like well yeah no duh but to to see how well that ran and the different maps and how well they did that i'm like this is just something you can just log in the roblox and play like that's it's pretty impressive so i i know i need to that, that that was the first thing that kind of made me want to check out roblox i had no idea it was that Ooh. like tailored to an adult audience as well too i guess you know i've, I've always seen it as just a kid's game that's what you're just making me think is like you're not even saying from a perspective as like as a parent or from like a, a an academic you're saying like not from a gaming perspective you're like oh i might want to play that yeah. right and it, it's interesting that uh roblox and fortnite creative you watch out because some of the stuff they're building in there is like whoa i mean they're really putting the power in the people and they're just their engines to build on right i'm not unlike unreal engine um but maybe well no certainly simpler to build in some of these are growing really fast. It was even interesting. The kids were telling me they were talking about like the people that created some of the games, like they're influencers in and of themselves. Like they were able to tell me their names. I found them on Instagram. And like, there are these people that created some of the really 
I mean, they're not sophisticated games, right? But they're most they're popular. I think I was saying they have some dress up games where you just kind of like do the the rounds of dress up. And they give you a, I told you before they give you a prompt. They say like you know mermaid princess, and then you go and you can choose from their whole catalog of clothes, and then you put together your best mermaid princess outfit, and then like ten you know people walk out on the stage, and then everybody votes on who wins, whatever. And if you win, you get like diamonds from that. But is that currency that exists in that game only? You can use it within that ecosystem, which is interesting in and of itself because that's a game within yeah. Roblox, right? And there's whole there's like the most rare items, you know, like there's like tiaras and just and like the wings and shit that are like the most rare items that have their own lore and legends there from, you know, the spring 2019 drop or you know what I mean? There's like history in there. But also the creator is like their own personality that the kids know, like they know of this person. They're like, yeah, they're all mad because, you know, they're supposed to give an update, you know, like a year ago. And we still haven't got version two and version two is going to offer better <laughs> trading and exchange. It was like I asked the right question and just unlocked the the 12 year olds. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what it was about. Like I asked one one question about the creator and they just like started giving me all these facts. Like what? this is what dad wants to know give me the stuff uh so yeah spent more time than uh, i would have assumed or imagined playing roblox this week gotta play the hits you know what i mean me and the rest of the world maybe we'll have to jump in man see some of them uh, uh blocky thighs rocky thighs oh blocky thighs that's a throwback throwback goodness like episode two <laughs> <laughs> sliding into <laughs> You love to see it. I thought, you know, it, it did pain me a little bit. It kind of hurt. But uh, this this was the best thing I saw in gaming all week. So we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. This one comes from, no surprise, uh, maybe the most quoted gamer on this year podcast, uh, from Nick Merckx. He quoted, or he was quoted saying this week, keyboards are made for typing emails, right? Did you guys see that? He said, oh, yeah. reminder that keyboards are for typing emails. Video games are to be played with a controller. And I thought yep. this is a, a remarkably poignant statement. It actually got me a little bit. And I was like, shit. He ha- as somebody who's learning, right? I, like, that's what I've been working on is learning mouse and keyboard, like, actively. Damn, he had a point there. It kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I'm not, I'm not mad at controller. I'm way better on controller. I'm not, but I'm not, like, a controller purist. Uh, but I felt like he had a really solid point, to be honest. What did you guys think? And this isn't new. He said this before, but... Uh, it was a solid reminder, at least for me at this specific time. Uh, did you guys see this? And do you feel the same? Yep. I feel like I've been saying that. <clears throat> at least me. I feel like that's what always kind of made me the outcast on the, <laughs> on the pod. I've, you know what I mean? I tried it before, but I just never... I've always just felt like controller was just the way. It's just too unnatural for me to use a keyboard and like to play. Especially now with like the new PlayStation controllers with the haptic feedback and everything. Uh, in it and you know what i mean like the motion around the room like you could 360 and feel the vibration you know what i mean like like from a controller like with the sound and the feeling so it's like i don't need it I need, it's not as immersive but i don't know i felt like i was always on the island about that i mean controller that game. i do feel like that's pretty fair I, I, i'm of two minds of it on it right because i think i feel like one it's like yeah like controllers were designed specifically for us to use to control Video game, like, you know, computer games, video games, right? Like, I get that. So it's like they should have a natural, like, a natural advantage. But at the same time, the, like, our games are made on computers. 
like they're like you don't build the games on playstations or with a controller right like there's there's a uh at a certain point there's like a porting like a porting over of concepts and controls and things like that where someone has to imagine how to best make these things function on a controller but they're built they're built with a mouse and keyboard among other things so i don't know again i think when i first saw this i was like damn nick you got a point but as i've been thinking about it for a second I don't know. There's so much more you can do with the mouse and keyboard. Like there really is so much more you can do. So I think what I think what I take away from this in total is that we need better controllers. They haven't advanced or evolved. Like the last major update was adding joysticks. Yeah. Right. Maybe like uh, R three. I think then well, probably, honestly, probably the latest ones we've been talking about with the I was, paddles on the back, the new PlayStation Five Pro. Oh, yeah, you know, I don't consider that. I don't consider that a like a gener like a generational upgrade because it's that's like an extras thing, like the mappable paddles. We're old enough to remember the addition of R two and L two. Remember, it? well, like there's like the old NES controller, then there was Super Nintendo, and that's when you first got the R R one and L one or whatever. So we remember we're that old that we remember when they added R2. That was some new shit that came out with PlayStation. Remember the first PlayStation didn't have joysticks? It was just the diagonal but- or, um, directional buttons. So then PlayStation yeah. 2 and the Xbox generation was the first time we went to like the, the standard gaming controller the with the four yeah. buttons, directional buttons, two triggers on each side, and then the two you know joysticks in the middle. And that was in... Like 2001? To be honest, I like the Xbox layout more because the layout for the, sorry, I have it in here, but the thumb isn't inside on the Xbox control. I don't know, you know what I mean? It, it's yeah. like, it's up on the left, so it's a lot more comfortable. At least in my opinion, it's a lot more comfortable right. than the Xbox controller. But yeah, like you're right. different. I guess when I think about that, they haven't really changed that, like the mapping of that, then. You just think we'd add something like, I mean, think then think about the computer mouse, right? Like think about how much this has changed and how many options we have. These things didn't exist all 20 years ago. Maybe most of them actually. Um, That's why I jumped so to paddles. Paddles is really the only thing I can think of where it can help you in those split decisions. Like, and you know what I mean? Getting behind cover, reloading, not having to take your hand off the, the trigger, you know, or the button or whatever, but uh, that's close. I have, have a pro controller team place, uh, play a pro Mouse and keyboard team. That's not fair. Then I feel bad for Nick, unless it's Nick on the team. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I mean, that's the final thoughts on this for me. I do think maybe maybe we'll have to look to, to something like VR, right? When I think about the evolution of controllers, the only thing I can think of right now, at least, is the, which is almost universally accepted, right? It's very similar, like PSVR and uh, Oculus or whatever they call it now. Um, they are really similar, those like weird around your wrist, hold them circle controller things. You know what I mean? The new VR controllers, you know, the controllers oh, you have oh, yeah, yeah, your Oculus? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, well, you don't have the same one? <laughs> Maybe I <laughs> sorry, did the, the, a terrible job of explaining that. Uh, I, know, I, know, but, I thought of the, the Wii stick for a second. Sorry. I, I knew you were thinking of the Wii stick. What was that old PlayStation? It wasn't VR, but it was like PS Move uh, or something. P- yeah, yeah, the, the they had the same thing. The little sticks with the little balls on the end. That that was like the old Xbox Connect. Like that era just we just need to forget that era. That's the worst era in gaming. The PS3 Xbox Connect era. 
it's bad for every we should get out of yeah oh Yo, shout out to paranormal activity i remember that was the first time i saw in a horror movie they incorporated a game remember when the monster showed up on the the xbox vr in the living room it like set off the the vr in it no what damn we got mad blumhouse yeah <laughs> we got all the blumhouse yeah, shouts but, no i i didn't I mean, oh what movie this guy's seen that's it Zero movies ever. Not not one John Leguizamo movie. He knows about paranormal activity from 2011. Katie. When did that movie come out? All right, moving on. Into industry business news. Um, little little Apex heavy this week, actually. Or EA Respawn, rather. Uh, it looks like Respawn creative director is leaving after 13 years. This one comes from Game Rant. Game developer and creative director at Respawn Entertainment, Ryan Lastimosa, is officially leaving the studio and EA. The makers of Titanfall and Apex Legends have been going through a tricky period with Respawn cutting down some of its projects to put more focus on its Battle Royale and other projects like Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Now, with the departure of the studio's creative director, the coming months look to be an interesting time for Respawn. Man, they're going through a lot. No, I mean, what? Look, they scrapped Apex Legends Mobile. Uh, they took off the single player single player Apex game that was coming. Uh, no more new Titanfall stuff. They are going through it at respawn. Do you think this is part of you know a reemerging and a reshifting to focus and get better, or are things you know in trouble at respawn? It's got to be a focus and get better thing. Uh, what was that trimming the fat, man? I don't know. It, it, it's got to be. I, I feel like the, the quality of life of those games. Well, I'm excited to see the new Star Wars game. That should be pretty cool. But I asked I really for Apex. Hated... In my opinion, I think it's gotten a lot better. Did is Now, is this one Jedi Survivor, is that like a sequel to that la- the really slow one? Shad, do you know? The, what's that last one that came out? Uh, that's Jedi, uh, Last Jedi or something like that with that. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. And then there's a newer one that just came out. It's the yeah, this like continuation. Jedi Survivor, a sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Man, I got that that game. It did not get great reviews in uh, Jedi Order. And it was so boring. Did Did you guys play that? I remember talking about it on the pod, but I'm not sure if anyone else Didn't played it. It might have been Javon. I played for like three hours and I uh, I stopped playing it because it was... There's no fast travel. You can't really do anything. It's like it takes a long time to get the game going. It, it was honestly just a really boring game. The story's cool. The acting is cool. Um, I think the fact that they're taking actors and putting them in the game is something awesome. But I just think the game is kind of like really bad as far as like a Star Wars fan is concerned. I'm just like, not me. Y'all can play this game. I gave it like maybe eight hours because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So I really wanted to give it a chance. And you know where it lost me? Do you remember that in the in the beginning when you're like squeezing through shit? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I had to like squeeze through those little blocks and jump through. It was such just like so tedious. All the puzzles to to too. The, yeah, it was like, all all the weird puzzles, and it was so much not. I mean, again, doesn't need to be all fight heavy. There was so much time not fighting or developing story. It was just like. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they maybe they were really focused on like honing your force powers. I guess I could see how that makes sense if the game is really focused on that journey of developing as a Jedi. If that makes sense, right? Like you can imagine, you know, like I think of the movie montage scene, like the Rocky montage that every movie has where they cut away and you're like, you know, going through transformation. 
it's like that, but like the slow version. Like there's a yeah, reason they skip over that part. Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's a, there's a reason they skip that part in the movies. It's like very tedious and repetitive, and it's like a slow burn to just acquire all your Jedi skills. Um, Apparently, Vader was only in it for like two minutes too at the end. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars fans have been through enough. Disney bought our shit. The best thing we've got in the last like 15 years is Baby Yoda. At least we have Pedro Pascal. I mean, he's not at his best. We can't even see him, and but he's in there. So now, those now Battlefront Two is pretty fun. I gotta give that game some some hype. That that game is fun. I stand corrected. You're right. Battlefront uh, is still the shit. I still love Battlefront. Let me yeah. get Battlefront in VR, boyos. Yeah, that'd be fun. And, and I was gonna say the only thing about those games that they really sell me on, and I don't know, maybe it's kind of is the the sound. I feel like noise you know what i mean like it's just it's so good the music in it the little pew, 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 like you know like the effects and everything like they all if there's any positive to those games i feel like that's the i'll give them that look Sounds at critical good. game good. reviewer anton you know what i i stand corrected yet again that is a really good point they have all been rather you know flops but the sound design is fantastic. It's nostalgic, <laughs> like right in the heart. And it's, uh, it is a blast to listen to. That's probably my favorite part of, of all things. And Battlefront is being up there. That's why I said I want it in VR. I want to hear it. Like, oh, shit. You know, left to right. I want to, I want to feel that. It is. It's really fun. Um, all right. You got a good point. They're doing a couple good things. Like at the beginning of the podcast, there was like a VR fighter, like Star Wars fighter one. Am I, am I, do you remember that? You know, it, I don't think it, was VR or maybe you can play it VR on your computer, in which case I forgot and I'm going to yes download and it. Yes. Yes. It's before I had a PC. Oh, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm it's gonna like, go it's buy like a close, it's like Squadron, it's like Star Wars Squadron or something like that. I played that game on Xbox. It was on Game Pass. I really liked it, but I'm I am all right, Shad, you in with me actually? We have to go buy a little like pod racing rigs. <laughs> I'm down. Let's do I'm it. I'm trying to get up in. Don't laugh at us. We're playing Harry Potter and Star Wars. He wants to be Anakin. Like, I'm living my dreams. He's going to be Elon. I'm going to be Anakin. We're out here. I'm trying to be up in my x I want to be Baby fight. Yoda. Shad's going to be my Baby Yoda. He's going to be Jar Jar Binks, dog. Let us no, be. you're not. <laughs> sick of you. <laughs> Jar Jar Leguizamo. Uh, John Leguizamo would have been a fantastic Jar Jar Binks. Get up out of here. Man, yeah, with the call of the week. All right, uh, staying on topic with our you know Apex section of the podcast. This one comes from Eurogamer. EA has reportedly laid off over two hundred contact QA testers at its Baton Rouge, Louisiana office. The vast majority of its Apex Legends QA team during an unscheduled Zoom call earlier this week, uh, according to Kotaku. QA testers were informed they were losing their jobs effective immediately during a mandatory Zoom meeting held at 8 a.m. by their contracting agency, Magnet Global. Sources told the site that EA's whole Baton Rouge QA team has now been disbanded as a result of their call. Uh, Essentially, their entire Apex Legends staff is gone, according to one former employee. That's devastating. And gnarly, and I almost laughed at it because they just got rid of the whole squad on a Zoom call at 8 a.m. Did you guys hear about this? Maybe they are in trouble at Apex. What, what do you think now? Now that in light of this news, trimming the fat or things are not okay? 
both? Maybe they're in over their head. <laughs> you know? Things are not okay. Trim the fat. Um, I don't know, dude. Maybe I should have saved my Elon rant for this part of the pod. I don't know. I'm like, shit. <laughs> um, I, I'm just trying to think of, like, what... Like, are they losing money over there or what? They have to be making a shitload of money between all the cosmetics and everything else. I mean, it's a free... You know what I mean? Everything that everyone pays for it, so... I spend money on that game. I haven't even played. I I log into it's becoming like Fortnite where I log in just to spend money. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, so Ooh, what am I? Right. What am I missing? Uh, too many day in the life working remote TikToks or something or what? I don't understand. I thought See, they were like, making money over there. I, that, again, I can understand them cutting down if they just got way too many people and they're not hitting their goals or I I don't know. Just to kind of broadly put it, but. Hmm. Who knows? That that's kind of surprising to me. I mean, what could what what could you imagine could be going on with Apex? It's almost like they're the battlefield office. You know what I mean? It's like what's weird is, I mean, like so again, trimming the fat. If you lay off two hundred, well, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, if you lay off two hundred contract workers, like it's all good. You know, all good. Whatever. Maybe you are trimming the fat, but to do it in an unscheduled mandatory Zoom call, like in the morning like the day of like hey stop working it's like on your test like put your pencils down now like everybody stop working we're not paying you for another minute that 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 makes it feel like maybe things aren't okay right to your point anton like maybe things aren't going great or something is actually happening uh because that's that's really a surprise to me that uh i don't know because everything i've thought of apex and again this is generally speaking being a fan of it i thought they had a lifespan of at least another year or so between legends, weapons they could bring over from Titanfall, they could create themselves, maps, you know, between the, the that universe and everything else. I mean, they, they had a good couple years life expectancy. They had, I think, like 30. So where's the TV show? Right. I mean, again, yeah, between the lore and everything else, what... I don't know. Or, or maybe that's the thing. Maybe they're investing. You're going to start uh, selling it to HBO or something. Who knows, man? Maybe here's a better question. When did they start to fall? Like, as far as I'm concerned, the game hasn't fallen off. Like, it's still up there. The gameplay hasn't fallen off. It's still really fun. It's like in the core. It's one of the core games in, you know, the, in, in the entire space right now. But the excitement around the concept i don't even want to say the lore i want to say around the whole concept for me it has waned like even the skins the heirlooms the story i used to tune into the story every time like yo we're gonna find out something new so i wonder where for you did this did this fall off when did the story fall off and did this stop being exciting what are qa testers quality assurance oh is that all Wait, how many? How many people is that? Damn, I thought uh, I had a good question. I thought I, I thought. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I was, really, <laughs> I was really I was just like who the like who are they laying off here? <laughs> I thought that was gonna be the one. Like actually, I'm gonna circle it all the way back, and I'm gonna hit them with the what? When exactly do you personally think the game fell? <laughs> Can I get my? Uh, of course, for a guy who doesn't really play the game. Like, you know what? That's um, the, that's exactly the opinion that we want. So you talk about a story and because I'm completely like not in the game, I, I never, when I played the game, the few times that I did, I didn't really get a story. I know the lore is kind of on the back end of the game. You kind of have to like 
follow the drops, follow the trailers, kind of follow the, the stories that are being dropped every season. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of not in that. But I think that's one of the things. I, I don't think they're, they can really do anything but that. Obviously, they're adding the team deathmatch. You know, that's cool, you know. But I think we, you said it last week. Um, it's kind of like it's not as seamless yet. Obviously, they still got to patch it. Yeah, I mean, uh, that game is such an elitist game. Like, you have to be so good. Like, seriously, like, I I have a lot of, like, reverence for people who play Apex because it couldn't be me because I don't think I'm that fast enough. Like, y'all play Apex, and I'm like, damn, these these are, like, God-tier gamers because I can't do it. You know, like, there's there's a reason why I stay in my lane, and it's because, you know, I think Apex is kind of, like, for the for me the kind of the story based player i'm just like what's the story why am i not intrigued like i like what is it so i don't know i i love the game because of the technical approach and the people who prowess who play it but it's just what story you know what i mean it's like it's just here's the new season drop have fun that makes me upset because like the story it was it was fine like the concept of the apex games was so dope to me and i was like man Put that in a Netflix series, make it an anime, you'll get me watching anime. Like the concept of the games within the Titanfall universe was so, so dope. Anton, what were you gonna say? I have another point, but I wanna hear what you're gonna say first. Uh, well, well, I was gonna piggyback what you said about the lore uh, before, cause it's funny, cause I had my whole family like, hey, what, like, hey, babe, come on, there's a new Apex lore out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> like the, the lores were really Every good. Single. They're really good. But um, no, I was gonna follow up and say, I think uh, this. This game that Doc is playing actually really reminds me of Apex. It's funny. Oh, okay, shit. I, we'll we'll check that out one sec. I was gonna I was gonna say I think uh, to answer my own question, I, I think that it fell off after they brought uh, Maggie Maggie in, and then yeah, I think Maggie. I'm gonna say, and maybe the the other. No, I think Maggie's the one that ruins it. That kind of shows like behind the curtain, if you will. You know what I mean? Like Maggie was supposed to be to me like the ultimate bad guy behind the games Anton looks yeah. like he's not tracking but she was supposed to like she was like the she's the voice in all the trailers and she's like the one pulling the levers and like there's like kind of a group of protagonists even though they're all bad guys like they're all kind of working against Maggie who's pulling the strings of the games so like the map itself and the way the games are designed are supposed to be playing against the players right like only one can survive so everything she does including like unleashing the monsters and like, you know, having the different traps around and falling off the map, having it in the sky. All those things are designed to kill Big the legends, yeah. right? Like the, to make your, to make things more dangerous for you. And then Maggie, like event in one of the recent seasons, not that recent, she like joins the legends and she's just like, it just totally dropped the curtain behind the wizard of Oz to me. And since then it's like, well, then now we're just, I'm not it was just like skipping around and doing stuff. I remember like Horizon lore shit was interesting to me. It was all it all felt cohesive. And then after we got to Maggie, I was like, wait, that's way too soon. That's I would have expected to see Maggie on like a, again like in the TV show, but not in the game that early. Please yeah. give us a TV show. That would be I was awesome. gonna say Valkyrie. Yeah. I like Val. But 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 see, I do too. But that, I was gonna say after Valk is when is when I was gonna say. Oh. I think it kind of like hit hit a wall. Because when they did that cross, because everyone had been waiting for a Titanfall crossover, and then they finally got Viper's daughter, you know, and then just like you said, after that, it was kind of like, whoa, here's Maggie, and then and then from there, I feel like it, it's just kind of hit a wall because Valkyrie also too changed a lot, <clears throat> excuse me, of the movement dynamic. Because but before that, it was only really right. Pathfinder, 
And after she came, that that changed Octane. a lot of the movement. Or, well, yeah, oh yeah, o- Octane and Pathfinder, and then that that really changed a lot of the movement because then you can just jetpack around. And so I feel like after that, and then when Maggie came, she had the fucking the drill, so you can't hide behind anything. You can fly around. And a lot of that really changed a lot of the the way that the, you know what I mean. A lot of the fights, a lot of the end games and stuff. And in my opinion, I think that's where the skill gap just kind of went whoop, and it just hit a wall. Well, and you're right. They didn't. They didn't drill deeper into the Titanfall connect. I mean, kind of, but they gave us more original content and less like, give us more pilots, give us some Titans. Like, get that's what you're right. Like, Valk was dope. Why don't we have five? Or you know, not five. There should be three different characters like Valkyrie at this point. Yeah, like three different pilot. You know what I mean? Pilots in some way, shape, or form. Um, but all right, okay, my bad. We did. We did uh, Apex for I don't know twenty minutes. Uh, you <laughs> want to talk about this game? Doc is live Passion. streaming right now uh well, well just just dot, dive in it really quick like tell me when you dive in and you see the stuff like the banners and all that tell me that doesn't remind you of apex um, oh yeah yeah like the map like the overall map it does look like you're in the apex games it looks like it looks like call of duty apex it reminds see, me of and that's strike was, meets valorant yeah and that's what i was saying i was having trouble trying to like say like i don't even know what game this was <laughs> like CS, this was like cs italy like if you ever played like old school counter-strike 1.5 1.6 even like counter-strike go like this looks like straight up one of the Italy maps that you play in there. Like, exactly. I think it's this is actually good. Monaco, now that, now that you mentioned that. I think this is the Monaco map. But, uh, you know, I mean, when you said, when we're ta- as we're talking about Apex hitting a wall, potentially, and, you know, them being top tier, when I, as I'm watching this, I'm like, I mean, this is who they got around the corner that, that's knocking on the door to come face them. I mean, this is, this, I've been watching this game all morning. I forgot that Champions League was even on. This has been very entertaining. Oh, it's like you said, it's like a, it's called the finals. The finals. That's interesting. Shad is a mad PC elitist. I came out here said COD Apex, and he was like, "Yeah, it looks like a Valorant Counter Strike." <laughs> <laughs> My boy is the, the wild PC. Okay, I, I was sitting here thinking about that. Like, matter of fact, I guess those are kind of the same. They're just yeah, man. That's a good point. This is kind of like Valorant Counter Strike. Uh, yeah, you got you had a good point, and this does look dope. The finals, uh, and if you happen to be listening to this podcast yesterday which is impossible check out doc's stream <laughs> yeah so uh, this is like some pre-beta <laughs> stuff but i, I want to or you guys should check this out though this is, is it pre-beta pretty... alpha yeah he's been giving out codes all morning on his stream to, to people oh yeah that, codes that get it. yeah you get a code no i don't oh you're whack <laughs> i don't know i think a doctor oh been. it's pc only huh mm-hmm Broke boys, broke boy. I can't play music anymore. Sad. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, this is from The Verge. Beta testers will be able to join Discord voice calls on a PS5 console as of today in the US, Canada, Japan, and the UK. Uh, the integration allows PS5 owners to join Discord calls by linking accounts and then using the Discord mobile app to transfer calls to the PS5. Sounds actually a little bit cumbersome. Uh, Sony is also adding variable refresh rate support for 1440p alongside various dashboard improvements. Interesting. Dope. Such a bummer for the last gen people because this is not on PS4, it looks like. Uh, Uh uh Uh, Sony says you have to use the Discord app on your mobile device or computer to get a Discord voice chat going on your PS5 console, which means you won't be able to directly access Discord servers on the PS5. Is that like a big womp, womp, womp? Is that like, I mean, is that a rug pull? That feels like a rug pull to me. Are you, are we hyped about this or disappointed? I'll be hyped in like a month. 
about this. It's still early. I was just playing with the Discord on the Xbox this morning. It's mm. pretty cool. I could just jump straight up in that John from there. Just boop, 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 boop. Be in the no randoms chat and be playing Wulong and be chatting it up with the boys. It's Wulong. It's seamless, bro. It's nice. It's very, it's very integrated. Very, so, oh, it's very integrated. It's nice. Right, well, shoot. So no, to I'm see that, good. I was kind of like, okay, we're getting close. I'm happy. We're getting close. We're almost there. Uh, I'm. I guess you're you're right. Like I'm not mad at it. I feel a little bit too. Ooh, Byron with another Golasso. Sadio Mane. Goodness. Uh, I feel a little bit bummed because, I mean, this is like Nintendo's voice chat where it's like we got voice chat. If you use the phone, it's like no, right. that's I could. I mean, just call. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think to be honest, I could go on my. Can't you go on PS Chat right now on your phone? Yeah. Like if I wanted to bridge the gap from PC to playstation i can't use my like yeah i know i can use my phone i've already been able to do that <laughs> and that's not this is not the solution i'm looking for <laughs> so it's like you put a discord app on playstation that just makes it work with my phone i could have already been in discord on my phone like so i don't know i guess i mean i guess it will help because you'll have it in the ears i'm not you know i don't mean to, to hate on it but it does seem like a halfway step and if it takes functionality away from my phone at all i'm going to be annoyed as if i'm on my phone when i'm playing I think we just need to use Discord more, too, honestly. Our chat, like, we have a Discord group, but we don't really be using it. So, uh, we need to see how this works, like a big Discord group, you know what I mean, between different consoles. I wonder how that would work. A little bit of no randoms homework. Let's get it started this week. I'm down to get back up in there. Uh, and on the off chance that any listeners want to join and talk games or gaming news or anything else about video games with us, uh, hit us up for an invite. You know where to find us on social media. Yeah, good call. We'll get that. We'll get that Discord back up and running. I think it's time now that PS is on there. We can get the rest of the boyos in there too. It'll it'll be solid. Mm-hmm. Moving on, we don't always, but today we have sports news. Uh, this actually, I thought these were both. Good. Well, one was cool. One I thought was really funny. Starting at the top, uh, Olympic esports series games were announced. This is from. ESCharts.com. On March 1st, the International Olympic Committee, the IOC, announced the nine games for its Olympic Esports Series 2023. The Global Virtual Sports Competition will feature archery and the game Tic Tac Bow, uh, baseball in WBSCE Baseball, chess via chess.com, cycling via Zwift, Z-W-I-F-T, uh, dance from Just Dance, Motorsport from Gran Turismo 7, Sailing from Virtual Regatta, Taekwondo from Virtual Taekwondo, uh, and Tennis from Tennis Clash. I know one and a half, no, two, two and a half of these games, and most of them feel like one, they have to be Wii. All of it is giving Wii Sports. I, I'm getting Wii Bowling or Wii Olympics. Do you guys know these games? And what do you think? Like, is this, what do you think about this? This is funny. This is so funny to me. Yeah, I thought this was hilarious. This is this is dope, bro. I just when I whenever I see these, I think of like I just downloaded like the power wash simulator, and I'm like, oh, sick! I'm gonna that be a professional power washer after this, dude. This is this game is so <laughs> like I got fun. it, you know. <laughs> so it's like I just imagine putting in like a hundred hours on one of these games, and next thing you know, you're like, sick! I'll see you at the, at the little. <laughs> I got a gold medal. <laughs> In fact, do we have time? Like, can we just start? Can we just start playing uh, tennis clash and like go to? Can we go to the Olympics? 
sorry, dog. I got to train. I got the Grand Turismo, the, the Just Dance Olympics coming up, dog. I got, who's going to be the first Just Dance <laughs> Olympic gold medalist? Like, wow, my grandson's a doctor. Oh, yeah, my grandson, you know, he's a politician. And my grandson got a gold medal in uh, old virtual taekwondo. What is... Have you guys seen? Have you guys seen like Zwift in some of these things? It's like Peloton. Is Zwift like Peloton? Did I make that up? That's so funny. I imagine, swear. Yeah. Imagine somebody's parents like they're at like a, yeah. like a brunch or something, and they're like, "My kid went to the Olympics," and they're like, "Oh my god, doing what? Was he like? What did he do, man? Uh, he played just dance, and he got gold for the United States of America." It's like. This okay. had double that- back on a joke. Who's the god uh, chess player? What's his name? Magnus. Oh God! What is this? Look at this. This is Peloton, but this, this it's broke Peloton. Peloton. This is what broke boys do if you don't have because you you just put it on your computer or your iPad and ride a real bike with like a little attachment. Is that you know cheaper what? than a Peloton? Though? Mad cheaper. Oh well. Hmm. Mad cheaper. That's Make it smart. That's really uh, that's interesting. Also, virtual regatta. I'm willing to look at virtual regatta because sailing. I, I just, what archery. Is, what is the logic behind like? So instead of going with games that require like, I could I, I could imagine like fighting games being in the Olympics because it's like really you have to think and move really quickly, right? And like there's discipline to like literally there's physical discipline to it. Uh, other competition games, right? Like uh, FIFA, I guess, right? Like that could be esports. Uh, uh, what's it? Rocket League could be in the Olympics. It's going to be EA soccer. I was going to say uh, EA soccer. I don't even I don't even know if FIFA actually works for me. I think Rocket League works. I don't know that FIFA works for me. Because I don't think I want Madden or 2K. Those aren't sports. Those are playing video games of sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could even see if they wanted to put something like Overwatch or uh, or League, right? Like some of the like some of the, the top esports. I need pro clubs, dog. I need pro clubs in the Olympics. That's the only way I'm accepting FIFA. If it's like straight up, like 11, 11, you know what I mean? And and y'all gotta play in your pro cam, and you gotta stay in your position. So there's no like overhead, you know what I mean? It's all locked in behind the player. That's the only way I would watch it. And the overhead view is seeing it from everyone's but that that would be entertaining in my position and my in my my opinion. I think it should only be be sports that exist like sports that only exist via video game, right? Like like you can't do Rocket League in real life. The concept makes sense in real life, but you can't you cannot do that for real. That makes sense to me, some of those games, but all the games they have here are just simulations of real games right, that don't have anything to do with the real games at all it's just it's like it's like what why what's the point this doesn't it, it feels more like celebrations of each of these sports than it does uh, a competition of who's the best at something does that make sense like none of these you know what who, i think brings us home who's the announcer for this could it be us? If it could be us, then forget everything I just said and th- th- forget all of that. This is a great idea. You know what I mean? Like who, who IOC? That's what I want to know. We're available, IOC. We'll do that. We'll we'll do it live. We'll do it virtual. We'll do it however you want us to do it. Get at us. That's you know I'm where saying. to find us. 
That's two shout outs in a row. We are look at this out here uh, soliciting. We're on our sales game. Moving on. Next story. This one from the Athletic. Uh, starting March fifteenth across all platforms, the NWSL's twelve teams will be available on FIFA twenty three. EA Sports and the league announced <laughs> earlier this week. Uh, the NWSL's addition to FIFA twenty three marks the first time the women's soccer league has been featured in a FIFA game. All NWSL teams will be present within kickoff, tournament, head-to-head, seasons, and online friendlies. Uh, And then the game will also include four NWSL stadiums along with authentic kits, starheads, trophies, and celebrations. Most importantly, that means that San Diego is now in FIFA. Let's go! Is that our new new favorite team? Are we hyped on this? Yeah, I thought that was cool. I think I'm very late on the claps, but if I can get them going. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited. I'm hyped. There's not a San Diego team that's ever been in FIFA. So, you know what I mean? We'll get it how we live. Yeah, we got something back finally. No, that, that's cool. That's a big W, man. Shout out to the women. I mean, to be honest, uh, women, American women's soccer has been carrying, I think, soccer, you know what I mean, for the U.S. for the last decade or so so longer than that probably plus yeah so yeah i think it's about time they get their they you get know their about no mia ham hey, come on man you weren't you, you weren't outside mm. you know about no I'm all about michael carly sorry Ooh, you're a little bit late on that my boy mia ham is the og no you know i guess it occurs to me i did work at adidas for a long time i i guess i know more Maybe I'm more into the NWSL. I thought we'd all be hyped. Shad's wearing a football shirt right now. I'm really hyped about this. You guys are like, hey, yeah. I'm a big fan of the league itself. Uh, of course, I have American women's soccer. Right <laughs> <laughs> I'm hyped because yeah! we have yeah! this is a this is big news. It's really it's great for women's sports. It's really great no, for stoked. the NWSL cool. specifically. It's great for American soccer, which I really care yeah. about. And then. I fuck with the teams. We have Angel City right in the backyard, and then you know we have the way back at home, and we're really good. So like, I'm just, uh, I guess I'm more into the, you know, what I mean, it's the it's, it's Women's World Cup this year. Is it a hot take to say that's probably like women's most successful sport? No, it's not a hot take at all. It's a fact. There's no question. It's the most. It's the oh. most accessible. The most prolific. It's got the most. The most leagues. The most. Um, paths to play the most recognizable right like the comfiest think, path the yeah. highest wages uh out of all of them it's got the you know m- more season like the WNBA is just played during the summertime it's a really short season but that's the same thing one thing to recognize about these leagues is they're not as big right like there's still only mm-hmm. 12 teams in the NWSL so they got to keep growing it's all the big teams get the notoriety that's like the WNBA I think there's like 12 WNBA teams yeah I think they have 12 15 something like that yeah I don't know. I lose count. They they, they move it every time in the two K screen. I can never see like twelve. Like, uh, oh, and they're gone. Man, <laughs> shout out to the women, man. <laughs> that's terrible. But uh, no, that's cool. Uh, I I wonder if they get. I mean, they're obviously getting paid for this, right? They're getting the like the player player rights and all that. I assume have to be if you're in a game, you have to be getting With some portion of that. No, honestly, I don't think the players make much of anything at all. You don't think? No. Remember Is that thing just, we were talking about the, the other day? You're we talk, what, were, what were we saying? They were going to, like, the whole the whole Premier League was going to make, like, $300 million? Yeah. 
the whole Premier League to split that across all the players. I mean, I guess that across all the players and all the clubs. I don't know, man. I was just thinking because I know that that was a big. I'm just I'm trying to think of it on a big scale from like when DiBala was trying to leave. I remember that was a big issue with him going to other clubs was him negotiating his naming rights like contract and all of that with the club and his jersey and all of that. So again, on like a massive scale, I'm just trying to think like how does that? How is every everybody on the team and the coach just like yes? Are we gonna walk you guys in here? We're gonna get a full face scan and you guys just do all your stuff. Are we gonna get paid for this? Nah, but you'll be able to play as yourself. Like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm, I, I would have thought they maybe get something, but I guess you're right. Maybe not. You just get the satisfaction of being in the fucking video game. You're welcome. I know. I, I think the way it works, I'm trying to look at it now, but I still think the way it works is that they pay FIFA. Like, so, you know, they pay FIFA. They have a deal with FIFA, right? Like to, the to clubs, get all the, right? the rights. Right. And then FIFA, for like the, the players' union, players' association, FIFA. Will then have a deal with the league itself as to how much the players get from that overall deal, because it's, they're not just licensing the players; they're licensing the players, the shirts, like that comes with all the deals that FIFA makes at the top level. They get right. the clubs, they get you know they get a whole bunch, they get commentators and logos and all types of things. So they're they're paying for all that together, and then they're going to break it down. You know, FIFA will break it down and give some perhaps to the players. Hmm. I never. Thought of that. I never... That's interesting. I would have thought that maybe. Huh. And they have to pay UA. They got to pay mad people because they got to pay UEFA. Yeah. To... This is interesting because I think we get confused. You know, we start to conflate EA with FIFA because the game is called FIFA. True. Yeah. It'll be different going forward, especially in them dealing with the leagues independently. I don't know. I just got, I'm lost now. But so what does that do for the other time. leagues? When like England buys the game, you know what I mean. I wonder. I, I don't, whatever. We'll we'll have to look for that. I mean, maybe we'll they deal with the leagues independently, right? That's what I'm like. Oh, they're they're really starting to switch things up here. Can we get the Super League going? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Moving on. Uh, this one was cool. We'll just breeze, kind of breeze through it because it's not that deep. But uh, the Simpsons Hit and Run developer wants a remake. This is from ComicBook.com. Uh, the Simpsons Hit and Run is one of the most beloved PS2 era games. That's a fact. Uh, that took all the good bits and pieces of a series like Grand Theft Auto and placed it in the iconic fictional town of Springfield with your favorite yellow family. Now, 20 years later, fans wanted to come back and lead developer game designer Joe McGinn responded to the demands of a remake saying, I would love to see it. We've talked about this recently on the pod. I think we need to get it back. How do we make this happen? Can we get the multiverses crew trying to get Walter White over into the the Simpsons Hit and Run crew? Are you guys down with that? Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be a really fun game. That was a fun did game. You, did you play? You guys played this one back in the yeah, Hollywood yeah. videos days? Yeah, dude, I rented that game. Right. Can you confirm its legendary status? If you didn't play that game, I'm sad for you because it was basically GTA, but you're Homer. Yes. Man, that sound clip is long. But we can confirm his legendary status. Yeah, no, that that was the game. And you're right with the Hollywood video. I mean, I'll shout to Blockbuster. But uh, those were the days. You guys remember uh, Peter Piper Pizza? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I played that John at Pizza Hut. So Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throwback to Elko. 
I'm not even going to get started. I've seen somebody on TikTok talking about you could own this home in El Cajon for $850,000. Look at this I view. El Cajon, if you don't get up out of here. No, trying to play them TikTok view. people. All no, right, all right. We need to see what they do with that. If they make that multiplayer or not, you know, how could they? What what would make that, that game fun for like longer than a, a month? That's a that's a really good question. So many there of these get you're right. They're like nostalgia else. plays, but it's like what what makes it fun? Maybe I mean they could make it competitive. Two v two online like, that could be fun or one v one. Maybe I'm the wrong one online. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was gonna say maybe I'm the wrong one to talk to because that was one of those things that like I think of like when I used to stand at Walmart and play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's like one of those games I used to have a blast playing. Then I didn't have it at home. I played it when I was out, and so I you know. Does that make sense? So I think that's why yeah. I love it because like Time Crisis and all those games. I love those. Those weren't games I played all the time at home. I had to like, there were moments when I went out and I played them. So I'm trying to think of like playing that game at home for a long period of time. Because what was that on like Dreamcast and shit? No, that was like back in the day. That was on PS2, PS2 and PS1. Xbox One. PS2, oh, okay. PS, PS2, yeah. Like, well, like that was the modern like that early rollout too. Like definitely Xbox One, like first few releases. Yeah, but it's like if the boys are online, you ain't going to be playing Simpsons Crazy Taxi over that. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm trying to think of. Like, how are they going to – they need to merge some, like, online into that or something. Or that that would be that, – that that would, you know, kind of kind of make it modern day because I'm only thinking of, of just playing it by myself. That would be a fun – You're trying to play pro maybe clubs like play game. Simpsons Pro Clubs? Simpsons <laughs> Pro Taxi Club? Yeah. Or get Honestly, that in Roblox. So there's, like, a Simpsons World or something. That's a that's a great idea. That's actually, a, I just think, a fantastic point that you make. I was going to say, I can't think of how to make it more fun or how to really make it better from that perspective and say that was a good question, but I think you answered it in a really great way. What if in the future, maybe that's where these need to go. These types of games, I'm thinking GoldenEye, right? These Crash Bandicoot, these remake games, like quit, make, quit remaking game, put them inside an engine that we already have. Put them in Roblox. Build them again in Roblox. Build them again in Fortnite Creative if you want to, right? And relaunch mm-hmm. them for six months so that people that want to play it can play it. But we don't need to have, like, I don't need, that's something I joke about a lot, but, like, I don't need you to make a game. I'm a marketing, a marketer, marketing person. I think it's funny when they they make new games, they make an Instagram account for a game. Mm-hmm. But, like, what's the lifeline of your game? How long are you posting on that? Like, how, how long am I supposed to follow you? Forever? When are you, when are you going to stop? Like, just they should have like a promotional account. You know what I mean? That just deletes itself after a year. How long do you want to follow a game that's dead? So, I think they maybe have better legs or make more sense and have a much wider audience. If you just take them into a platform like a Roblox, uh, right, where you can you can kind of play so many different games. Hmm. If you hear this, go over there. I'm, I'm, I definitely get hyped off it because a lot of these games. What were we just talking about um, last week? The fucking clown. I'm blanking. Um, Twisted metal. Metal. Tw- Twisted metal. You know what I mean? Uh, again, you just said the like. A lot of these remakes are nostalgic and stuff, but yeah, like the lifeline of them. Uh, again, with, with Goldeneye, I still have Goldeneye, but it's like I thought they were gonna do something a little more modern with it. I didn't know they were literally just gonna reskin and give me the old game. I was like, well, this is fun, but. How dope would it be if they put that inside Fortnite? Yeah. Right? That'd be dope. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like, I would go. I have Fortnite on my shit. I would go do that. I'm not going to download Golden. Like, I'm not going to play. I'm. 
It's so funny. I'm thinking like if I was hanging out with you, like if we were having like a 30 something year old sleepover with all of our families, it's like, I guess if we go on vacation, bring our switches and we can play Goldeneye. Other than that, like, when is that going to happen? Uh, so I'm That's like, yeah, I might download it. Come in. <laughs> right. I'm not going to download that game. Uh, but if it was in Fortnite, I definitely would go check it out. Or again, I think it makes more sense to see it in something like a Roblox from an IP perspective. Like it feels like building another game, but why not build it in? Why not build it in Fortnite? It just—I think it makes it makes the finances make a lot more sense. Like, don't go through all that trouble of building your whole new shit. Damn, I played Metal Gear Solid inside Fortnite. You did? No, no, I would. I would, like. Oh, like, fuck! They have that. What if they just put that up for a year and it's like a whole different man? Oh, that'd be dope. All right, well, hopefully they find this out. Yeah. You know, kind of. I wanted to add to in the in the sports tab just really quickly. Did you see uh, that Luka Doncic Doncic plays Valorant? That was Valorant? so funny. That the was the so... uh, Moxie that ran into him, bro. He played Overwatch. <laughs> he played Overwatch. Or oh, was it Overwatch? Okay, yeah. I just saw. Yeah, the, I saw yeah, the clip. Yeah. I was cracking up. <laughs> I think I said, yeah, so, like, he plays... "What do you What do you do for fun? Play basketball." Like, oh yeah, for who? The Dallas Mavericks. Like <laughs> that, like what? you go to a, you go to like a gym or like a like a like rec league or, or something. Like he was no, like, no like, for real. Like oh shit. <laughs> but there ended up being like a lot more to that clip where like he ends up kind of opening up a little more. But I was like, this nigga Luca out here just running around playing Overwatch, man. That's my boy's like, can I can I get your autograph? Right. <laughs> like oh, you don't ever of it. Cool. Th- that's really Luca Donkins though. <laughs> uh, speaking of NBA and video games, look at the look segue uh from game rant sony releasing limited edition lebron james ps5 controller and more lebron james and playstation are teaming up to produce a special edition line of ps5 accessories as part of sony's new playstation playmaker initiative sony's playstation playmaker program highlights famous content creators athletes actors artists gamers and entertainers in the world of pop culture who wish to share their talents and love of gaming. Some of the big names to already be connected to this exciting new initiative include pro BMX athlete Nigel Sylvester and WNBA all-rookie Nalisa Smith. I hope I said her name right. Uh, are you guys hyped on this? We need some NBA, BMX, WNBA, PlayStation controllers? I thought that was cool, man. That's a big W. I mean, that's some that's some legacy shit. This man got his own PS5. You know, damn. I thought this was mad corny. It was giving me like LeBron predicts everything. You know how LeBron's such a corny gamer where he'd be playing Madden, like, yeah, nah, put the stats all the way. But honestly, this doesn't look bad. I kind of want it. Yeah, it's not bad. I feel you. It is kind of corny. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like trying to stand LeBron like that, but it is cool. Like uh, the controller actually looks. That's what I didn't like on it. It says there, nothing is given, everything is earned, and like that's the part that again feels corny. But it's stylized cool, and I mean, I fuck with Bron. I mean, he he is all time leading scorer and shit. If anyone's gonna say it and keep being corny, I guess I wouldn't even play that thing, bro. If I got that, it would just sit there and collect dust in the box. Oh no, I'm playing it. I'm playing it. Uh, I do want to see what other... I didn't see Shad. I don't know if it shows there. I didn't see what other accessories are coming with it. Um, and I don't know about... Uh, I want to support the Playmaker program. It seems weird. But we'll have to see... We'll have to see how it goes. 
like the, with LeBron, it's so easy. Like it's gonna you're gonna get headlines because it's Bron. Like it's it's Bron. Um, but I don't like. Do am I gonna care about the PlayStation Nigel Sylvester controller? And like, do they going with a WNBA rookie is maybe she's really into gaming? Maybe that's the thing. I'm like going with a WNBA rookie. Is, it seems like she's probably not that popular. Also, um, what's that? Just I feel like I can't be the only one thinking this. How are they dropping all these limited edition PlayStations? Like, but it's hard to get just like a regular PlayStation Five. Or apparently it's easier now because our, our friends have them. But for the longest time, like, how long have they been out? Two, three years. And now you can finally get them. But there's been, like, a God of War one. The You know what I mean? There's been, like, all these different, like, limited edition ones that you can buy. Now there's a LeBron one. I'm just thinking, like, where are you going to buy this? Is this just going to be on the shelves everywhere? Now all of a sudden, PS5s are just going to be all fully stocked on the shelves. Man, we got the LeBron limited edition one. It's like. This, man. Banton. A little too late, man. Like I'm, I feel like I'm complaining sometimes, but it's just, it's a little too late, guys. I guess no, he just did it now. But, but like, I feel like they're gouging us with that. You know what I mean? Well, I, I say that to say it's always the limited edition ones that are like ran up and an extra hundred bucks or so, no? Oh, yeah. It's going to be expensive. You know what I mean? So that's, that's just the point I'm getting to. It's like, so all these ran up limited edition PlayStation 5s are finally out, but yet forever you couldn't just get a basic one trying to save some money it's like man i'm just trying to play with my friends why y'all forcing me to get all this extra shit okay all right well i mean i'm happy that you're cranky about it because that gave me something to listen to whilst i looked this up because it turns out okay well two things one is women's history month and we don't speak ill of black women so i'm gonna let Nalissa just slide on this one it does look like nigel sylvester is a gamer he's part of xset and he joined xset in 2020 uh, so he's been around for at least he's a, at the very least he's been committed to this uh, for you know two or three years now right whether or not he's like a purist but it looks like I saw some other headlines in there sounds like Nigel Sylvester actually games I don't know him um, but that I mean from that perspective I respect it that's what I was thinking of is like are they are they using people that aren't real gamers for exposure that's what feels corny about it like Braun doesn't strike me as a real gamer if Ron didn't have all those weird clips of him talking about Madden and other shit, this would be cooler to me, if that makes sense. If it was just like a one-off. Uh, but it does look like Nigel is at least a gamer, so maybe that's okay. That kind of bodes will weird for Braun, because he's not. But we'll have to see. I, I, I have to see who their very next person is, or talk about this next month, because I have different thoughts. Not yeah, it just it, it, I hate to be like I'm not trying to be cranky about it because it is cool. Like shout out to LeBron and play. I mean the design on it. It's actually not really that. It's, it's that's it's what good gets me. Play, but, it looks good. Yeah, but on the flip side of it, I feel like I just be like, man, why y'all? Again, why like you said, this? the corniness of it and everything. I'm just like, mm, why are we doing this? Is it? Hold on. Is it? Uh, all right, I got one more for you guys. Uh, this is cool. Dead by Daylight horror movie coming from Blumhouse. That's a lot of Blumhouse shout outs. Uh, Atomic Monster and Behavior Interactive. This is from Variety. Uh, Atomic Monster and Blumhouse are teaming up with Behavior Interactive, the largest Canadian gaming studio, to develop a feature film adaptation of the hit horror multiplayer game Dead by Daylight. Since its launch in 2016, Dead by Daylight has reached over 50 million players worldwide with 2 million players stepping into the fog. Uh, the terrifying mist that players must make their way 
through in order to survive every day. We couldn't be more thrilled to work with Jason Blum and James Wan, two giants of the horror film industry, to further expand the Dead by Daylight universe, said Stephen Mulrooney, executive vice president at Behavior Interactive. Uh, Blumhouse Games came out like super fast. Also, I didn't know the guy's name is Jason Blum. Shouts out. That's a solid that's a solid company name there. Uh, you guys going to check this movie out? Did you play this game? Where are we? Yeah. Yeah, I was just talking about like last week. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I like the stuff they'd be doing. I was just talking about Paranormal Activity too. So they got some good writers over there. They got some good themes. They got some dark stuff brewing. So I'm sure it'll be gory and creepy and fulfilling of all the horror needs man i like it. i like all the stuff they've been doing i ain't got no complaints and i hope they don't take it too see if they don't take themselves too seriously and i mean that could be really solid yeah does it say what doesn't say when it's coming out at all but uh movie. this is interesting too i thought that was weird it said they reached over 50 million players with 2 million players stepping into the fog am i missing something What does that mean? I was just thinking of what they're going to put this out. Like, what, what platform would this be on? Or if they're just going to drop this, it's just a dead. Oh, they might be. They might be too early for that. Because I don't even think they've started to. You know, yeah, uh, they might be too early. But who knows? We'll have to see. Because I, I would expect. Well, who's Blumhouse have a deal with? They'll clearly be rated mature. So universal. Universal distributes uh, Blumhouse. So what are their... Is it Paramount or whatever? No, Paramount's different. I feel like they could almost make it a series. Make them feature length, like an hour 20, and just have different chapters. Oh, Amazon Prime Video. I was going to say Amazon. Okay, I was wondering, is that Amazon? or I thought I've seen those movies on... It says like so like Peacock is owned by NBC Universal, so that's like their streamer. But it looks like Universal Films go to Amazon Prime Video, so it should I mean it should be somewhere over there. Yeah, because I just watched that. I told you I just watched that Make Megan movie. That was pretty. M Threegan. Interesting. Yeah, M M Threegan. Fair enough. All right, yeah, so I'm passing over to you, boy. I'll take us uh, take us into some of this. Be good, man. Let's see what we rocking with. So um, <clears throat> this is coming from IGN. Sons of the Forest already beaten in less than nine minutes. These guys are something. So uh, fans may have been waiting for more than three, three years for Sons of the Forest to be released, but that hasn't stopped speedrunners from racing through the game in less than nine minutes. As reported by PC Gamer, Benjamin Romero on YouTube published a Sons of the Forest speedrun of just eight minutes and 45 seconds on February 28th, just five days after the game launched. What a sweat, dude. What is that? I'm pulling up a video right now because I, I don't know if I'm just lame. I don't even know what that means. Like, how do, how do well, you do that? I remember when the best experience I have with this was Elden Ring. When Elden Ring came out, bro, I was struggling to be bosses and, and John's were beating the game in like a few hours. Do you remember that? And then it just yeah. kept like trickling down from like a few hours to like, an hour it's like half an hour so i think there's a certain level of cheating that goes into this or like hacking because they like exploit the game to like jump through certain levels or like kind of gaps in the story 
because I'm at least from what I saw in Elden Ring, like motherfuckers were like up down BX squaring, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden they were like teleporting across, you know, beating bosses and heavily skipping. So I think I'm again, I haven't seen anything in relation to this, but I assume that that has because there's no way, there's no way that you can beat this whole fucking story in nine minutes, you know what I mean? Like, there's more cutscenes than that, no? Right. So, <laughs> like, don't right. you gotta like cut? You don't have to customize your player or like I don't know, empty out your backpack or some shit. When did and maybe I'm just misunderstanding that whole aspect of it? But when did when did that become a thing? Like, why is that cool to run through a game fast? You know, well, no, I, I will stand on the. I'll defend that because the old, the first speed runs I can think of are from Mario, and that shit makes sense to me. That is a game. It's linear. If you're really dope and really fast, you can beat it. You know what I mean? Like the race to the little flag. You can beat that quickly. Uh, think Sonic the Hedgehog. Think Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, any of these linear games. But as soon as you start to get into these like open world where part of the game, like part of the benefit and experience is to like play the story, it's like, well. You're right. I'll give you that. Okay. I get like I don't I don't think those are cool. I get it, but I don't think it's cool. Um but I would be interested in a true speed run, like somebody actually like having all the conversations. And you're right. Everyone I've ever seen, there's like a degree of exploitation or like cheating involved. If, if you did it in, you know, one hour and 12 minutes, but you actually did the whole thing, that's way more impressive. Or even if you did it for me in like five hours or eight hours, right? Like an mm-hmm. 80 hour game in eight hours, there's a degree of endurance that you had to show to be able, like, you can't, you can't really take time to go to the bathroom and, you know, like there's endurance there. That's a feat. Put that in the Olympics. Don't. Uh, but that that's a feat to me, right? But this is lame. Like, what I just saw, yeah, there was cheating and stuff. It's like, oh, well, I mean, all right. Like, why would you speed run a survival game? That's the whole point is to survive. It's just like, ha, got to figure it out. Ding, ding. Fucking law and order. T- you know what I mean? Like, all right, we got this figured out. Let's wrap it up, guys. Like, I need, like, I don't- a sp- right speed run with all items maxed out. How quickly could you do uh, everything? Side note from Sons of the Forest, though. I have been loving the gameplay I've been seeing on that. The, that you, looks really good. Have you played it at all? No. It's, it's oh, PC. It's oh, that's really, what I was saying. I, I, oh. I'm a dumbass. I got that mixed up with uh, Green, Green Hell. I thought I had oh, it. but really? you know, It's really good. It. It's really, really good. My boy I, Kelvin on there, bro. Kelvin's the man. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like the games, I didn't think I liked it as much as I did, but I played like two hours of it. I'm like, yo, Kelvin is the man. Damn, bro. you played Sons of the Forest and didn't come in here hot with the update on what you've been playing this week? I mean, there's two, you know. I ask this man every week what he's been playing. He, I've seen you can get a girlfriend with one of the mutants on that game. I heard about that. Yeah, I heard you can do like a girlfriend, like a random thing. I've seen an article on that. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, one of the little beheaded ones or whatever. But anyways, good, good things coming from that. You speedrunners, keep it linear, dog. Not the open world survival games. It's not for yeah. you. Just stay in your lane, all right? <laughs> uh, moving on from Glitch, Pokemon Detective Pikachu 2 found its director. The sequel to Pokemon Detective Pikachu is finally moving forward after Legendary Entertainment confirmed that it still had plans to develop a follow-up. A director and writer are now currently in negotiations to helm the project. Additionally, actor Ryan Reynolds will also reportedly return for Detective Pikachu 2 <laughs> and will have some part to play, in quotes, though it's unclear if he'll once again voice Pikachu. As reported by Deadline, Portlandia co-creator Jonathan Crystal is in talks to direct Detective Pikachu 2 with screenwriter Chris Galletta being approached to write the script. Galletta is best known for writing the 2013 coming-of-age 
movie The Kings of Summer, while Chris Wall is also directed for writing and directing the FX comedy series Baskets, starring Zach Galifianakis. I actually love that movie, so I'm pretty stoked to see this. Uh, the first one you've seen, the first one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Pikachu movies. Doing. I've been trying to get my little man off YouTube and getting him more into, like, shows and stuff. I'm like, I need you to watch something that sticks, bro. Not... <laughs> Fuck the Ace family and all these niggas. Like, I need you to. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's but no, I'm, fair. I'm, I know that's. But no, I'm, I am stoked for these, uh, these movies, man. Th- those are good movies, bro. They be they be pulling on the heartstrings. It's I, I like the first one too. In fact, it's funny because that's what my my little one is who likes it. But she likes movies and shows and and YouTube shit too. We be watching mm-hmm. Mad Sniper Wolf. Uh, but <laughs> but that's her that's her jam is uh, Detective Pikachu. I thought it's super weird that it says Ryan Reynolds will come back, but. It's unclear if he'll voice Pikachu. Like, what? It's gonna voice Ash. Like, but it it was such a departure. Like, it was such a specific character. You know? Okay, so you know how some actors, like the characters they play, are themselves. Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey, like that. He, he's one of those. Uh, I guess McConaughey can depart, kind of. But Ryan Reynolds displays himself in every movie. He's whatever the fuck Van Van. What's that guy? I almost said Van Lathan. Uh, oh, <laughs> Van Wilder, yes. All right, thirteen-year-old me would be very disappointed. Uh, he's Van Wilder in every movie, um, and that's who the Pikachu was. Like it was like Ryan Pikachu Reynolds. That, that's it was his character just in the body of Pikachu. Uh, so it just seems weird to me to potentially be moving away from that. And also, it's like at this stage, it's strange for them to know that, right? Like, why make a comment on it being unclear unless you know that they've specifically discussed him maybe not voicing pikachu so that's what i just right. that's what i got to me in <laughs> yeah. a big way, right like why are you saying that other than that though they got some heavy hitters on there i didn't know uh if that chrysal was the i don't know if he directed the last one or not but he's i mean he's the man i don't yeah. you guys know i love portlandia and baskets is like <laughs> solid level comedy this is really good t- they make really good television at least so um i can see this going well yeah, that'll be a hit, man. We'll have to see. Shouts I'll to move it. into some games here. Uh, coming from The Verge, this is actually big. Uh, Bethesda Starfield will now be released on September 6th. Let's in case go. you don't know, uh, Starfield, a big upcoming title from Microsoft-owned Bethesda, is getting a new release date today. Uh, Starfield has been delayed to the first half of 2023 and now will arrive, like previously mentioned, September 6th. And a new video game director, Todd Howard, says Bethesda and Microsoft We'll now hold a Starfield Direct event on June 11th to detail the game. Uh, in quotations, this June, we're going to bring you into the studio and give you a deep dive in the game at our Starfield Direct. There's so much that we still have to show you. And just kind of left it at that. Um, the Starfield Showcase will follow Microsoft's annual Xbox Showcase Sunday, June 11th. I'm stoked for this. That should be. Uh, I, I like this this game, man. Everything. I don't have. This is another one of the games. I feel like that would make me, like, push to get a PC. Oh, is this PC only? I don't. I don't no. think it is. But just. For oh, the I didn't sake think so either. Oh, just for the this. You know, it's interesting how some things come out, or like there's certain things, like like the Chris Rock special came out, and I was like, ah, oh, we don't have to watch it. Like, I haven't heard anything good. That's fine. I know it's not good. I've heard so many good things about this. Like, just everybody that yeah. I that I trust in video gaming at all has either brought this to my attention or I've mentioned it. They've been like, wait, Starfield. Uh, 
so yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I'm like in the no spoilers zone. I don't, I haven't even really looked into what it's about other than what we've done on the pod. We have looked at it a couple of times, um, but I'm not even digging in. I'm just like, whenever it's ready, take my money. I'm good. I'm sold. Take it early. Hogwarts. And I say that just from like, cause I know it'll be on the Xbox, but just from the other space games I've played. And then from what I've seen, I just feel like you need the, you need the power, bro. I'm trying to see this like. It's gonna be some crisp. Like I'm trying to see some, some aura, some black holes. I'm trying to go to some planets. I need that, that shit to be crispy, dog. You know what I mean? This looks like, like I need that. It's like E3 is Sunday or Sunday, Tuesday, June thirteenth. Something like that. Annual Should Xbox showcase on June eleventh. June eleventh. I'll be off. They got their Starfield direct. I'm just saying they're like continuing to shit on E3. They're like, yeah, so right before you guys do that thing, we're going to go ahead and just drop, you know, the biggest game of the year. That's all good. We're going to do that before. So have fun on your little weekend. Weekend before yours, though, we're going to go ahead and drop all of our shit via, you know, Xbox Showcase and Starfield Direct. And it's like, man, E3 is losing out. That said, E3, if you want to have us there, we can help you host. We'll pod from there. We'll cover it. We'll blog. We'll vlog. You name it. E3, we're on, we're on the thing. Ready. Holla at your boys, man. We're trying to be up in there. We're Somebody holla at your boys. Uh, coming from DualShockers.com, this is some big news for a lot of us. GTA 6 reportedly targeting a holiday 2024 release. Let's go. Reportedly. Rockstar Games is re- reportedly targeting a holiday 2024 release for Grand Theft Auto 6, or the release date could be pushed back to early 2025 at the most, according to a reliable insider. The insider also foresees an official announcement at some point this year, but says it could be delayed due to work from office complications. God damn it. According to insider Tez2, who previously leaked the existence of a GTA trilogy, the release date is targeted for the holiday of 2024 after suffering several delays over the past few years, which we are all very aware of. The insider attributes the main reason for imminent announcement to Rockstar issuing a forced return to office policy as things were in the pre-pandemic days, which has been a problem for many game companies recently, including our favorites, Activision Blizzard. See, I'm telling you, bro. I think you had it. I think you had it. I'm going to give the man his credit. He did say that. They're going back to work because they've been making shitty games. That's that's it. Y'all that's gotta it. Stop making these TikToks and just hit your fucking deadlines. That's it. And it's, y'all can stay home. But instead, now we got the, we can, we're not getting this shit for another two and a half years. And you got to go back to work. Who wins? You know what? I hate to go back to what you were saying, but on, like, okay, if we do think about that again and again, it's not just that you had people working from home. You sent the most diehard gamers on the planet that really live and breathe this shit to work from home on their computer. Oh, they're playing video games. Them niggas is at home playing. You know, if anybody's got that mouse movement software rigged up, it's the PC gamers. You guys get up out of here. Uh, I think you got a point there. They have been at home hanging out on their own. And for that reason... We don't get GTA 6 until I'm going to be 50. Bro, GTA 6 is easily one of the most clickbaitable like, topics you can talk about if you're a content creator. Literally. Because everyone's been so... like, when's a la- When did we get a last game? We've been playing Grand Theft Auto 5 since PS3. It's incredible. Like, 
You know what I mean? So, That's I mean, really we're just impressive. on the FRC, so like, come the fuck on. What are we waiting on? I mean, like, Red Dead 2, the story was good, but online was just a complete flop. They've been adding, I think, the, the online has obviously just been carrying them, but it's just, it's way past this point, in my opinion. If you're still playing GTA online and, I don't know, bro, go fucking outside or something. That is not the game anymore. Like, we, we need something new. So, it I think everybody's tired of this. And the fact that we're going to have to just get an announcement. We're probably just going to get some, like, cinematic trailer of the landscapes. You know what I mean? <laughs> at some point this year. And then maybe at the end of next year, we, we could be. What are they doing? Just give what us, like, doing? a monthly update. Like, just hop on Twitch and give us, like, a live stream. I'll do a fucking Twitter space. No, I won't. No, that's a lie. You can hop on a live it's- stream. And just give us updates every month. It's okay if you're late. Just, just like, can we just can we have a conversation? Can we open it up? Because we're we're waiting. We're over here talking about can we get another Simpsons hit and run made inside Roblox? You know what? What keeps me from talking about silly things like that? Getting me a new GTA Six. It's one of those things where I feel like there's got to be. I know we've said it, but there's got to be transparency with these companies, bro. You're like y'all, have, y'all got way too much money on call. You know what I mean? For when this game comes out to just be behind closed doors about this. Like, oh, maybe then. And then if not, then it's like, again, I know we've used the example of like Doc's like like snapshots for his game. But why just show us where you guys are currently and let us give you feedback. Hire people to, to come in and check out the game. Like, I don't understand what has taken them for. It, 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 it makes me think of cyberpunk. It's like when you drag it out that long, we're going on over what, 10, 10 to 15 years for the next continuation of a game like you're hyping this up so much like the expectation that it's just building it to fail just be open with us and show us where it's at open a beta 10 years give us limited betas for a certain amount of time i don't understand like they're just building this up so much to flop and just so many expectations i don't i don't don't know how they're we'll we'll see I i don't see why we can't have some open some transparency in this but who knows maybe they'll deliver and maybe i'll just eat my words and shut the fuck up we'll see you know what? They're going to keep hanging out with their millions of players. They make That's what money. I'm saying. Like, it's not like there's some company coming out here like, hey, check out our game. Come, like, bro, they have millions of dollars on call for this. Like, come on, man. Y'all got y'all to gotta give us something here. Something. Anything, please. I feel like that's fair enough. But nothing <laughs> Say the same thing to all the big games. Please give us. Just, can you just give us anything? Uh, Call of Duty, Apex, Halo. We don't even talk about Fortnite. Give us something. Come on. Speaking of giving us something, hey. <laughs> um, coming from NME.com. Oops, sorry. Uh, Counter-Strike 2 is reportedly ready to go with a beta this month. Look at that. Counter-Strike 2 Global Offensive is reportedly getting a sequel with a beta for Counter-Strike 2 tentatively planned for this month. The news was reported by journalist Richard Lewis, who claimed to have been told of the sequel by anonymous sources with knowledge of development. Lewis's report claimed that the sequel will almost certainly be launched under the title Counter-Strike 2. And the beta is planned to launch some point this March. It's claimed that a number of professional Counter-Strike players have already tested the game in secret. Uh, Lewis claims, claiming Counter-Strike 2 is about ready to go. Wow, I just need to stop talking. Counter-Strike 2 will take the Valve's first-person shooter series to 128 tick, which is double the standard tick rate for current Counter-Strike Go, uh, and will include an improved matchmaking system that negates the use of third-party matchmaking software, moving the shooter to Valve's Source 2 engine. Big news. That is. That's super huge news. Uh, Okay, on the one end, we can clap. We can clap it up. Yeah. 
on the one end, super excited that this is out there. I mean, this is what we need, and I'm down to I'm down to hop in. Like, I really, it sounds like they made the market improvements. They've taken their time. They also controlled their narrative in a way that we were just talking about, right? Like, can you just don't don't make a bunch of weird promises? Don't get us all mad at like just bring it to us, right? So, surprise, it's here. It's ready to go, and this that's about to be out. So, I mean, it looks like it's going to be fantastic. What got my attention a little bit more was my boy Richard Lewis, the journalist. My man is out in the sources, man. He got the anonymous source. He really did leak <laughs> the news. He's a real journalist, this Richard Lewis fellow. Like, he really did leak that shit. They're at Counter-Strike. Like, what the fuck is Richard Lewis? Which one of y'all niggas <laughs> knows? You know what's tight? This is so funny. <laughs> like, you can go look at LinkedIn and Instagram and shit and be like, which one of you knows Richard and anybody that works there that does know Richard Lewis that didn't leak the news, come on now. Come on. They're getting called in HR today. This seems like some of our leaks don't seem like real leaks, but this one, because he put his name on it like that, he wanted to be like, no, it's like, uh, it's like in the NFL when Adam Schefter is like, no, 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 I broke that shit. Like Woj. It's like yeah, esports Woj. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, bro. I was like, my man got the woe stamp. Like, nah, son, trust me. I know people, all right? I guess my boy it, came out. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, let's take it. I did forget to say that's funny. Uh, I don't know why that reminded me, but I did see that old boy from The Simpsons, Joe, Joe McGinn. He looks like he's pretty cool. I went to go see that, that lead game designer. Looks like a good dude. That's all. Hmm. Like your dreams IPAs? Honestly, he's just married to a black woman. And I was like, look at my boy. I was like, look at this dork over here doing this weird interview. I went to go look him up. And I was like, oh, all right. Oh, you know what? Nah, 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 nah. I got it mixed up with another white man. Hold on. We'll get to that later on. Give this man a hand clap, too, for that song. Before I, before I get into this. He's not that guy, pal. Oh, he's, oh, okay. Never mind. Anyway. I got him mixed up with another uh, white. He'll come up later on. <laughs> anyway. He had a uh, mad regular a, name. Joe McGinn, the... Richard Lewis. This is mad. We're just throwing around white guy names. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be oh, funny man. when I get to it again later on. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, so this is pretty big. Uh, new Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi was revealed by Bandai Namco. Uh, this is from Game Informer. Bandai Namco has revealed the new Dragon Ball Z game. Uh, yesterday, the publisher released a short teaser, short teaser trailer for the game, running less than a minute that highlights footage from previous uh, Budokai games before showcasing what appeared to be the new one. In the footage of the new game, we see Goku powering up, and then the words "Get ready for battle" and "New sparking begins" appear on screen. The might be called, in some variation, Dragon Ball Sparking. That's what the tweet calls if you use a Twitter built-in translate function, too. What? Sorry. But regardless, the trailer ends with a new Budokai Tenkaichi begins uh, qualling any doubt that this is a new game in the series that has laid dormant for 16 years. Um, I have been on a full Dragon Ball Z kick. Literally, I was just ranting. I just watched Brawly, like, earlier this past week. So, I'm pretty stoked for this. I got Kakarot. I got, I think we have, what was the other one we have? Dragon Ball Quest or something like that. The one before that. Xenoverse. Yeah, Xeno, Xenoverse. Yeah, yeah. Which, those were kind of mid. I got a little bored of those. I thought Xenoverse 2 was okay. I did, I did get into that one for a while. But 
Let's see, man. I'm stoked on this. I love my Dragon Ball Z's, man. That's my SSDs right there. Did you guys play the ones on Super Nintendo? Did you guys play Butoden and Super Butoden? In GT? Yeah. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? The Super Nintendo games? Yeah. Mm -mm. Oh my god, bro. I'm looking at it right now. This This was everything. On the on the emulators in two thousand and one, I only played bootlegs of those games. I wow. technically did too because I only played it on you know on ROMs and emulators. Let me share this with you real quick. Yo, uh, just just cause it, like a memory it for me. me. I forgot back, about that, bro. This right here, these little pointed yeah, feet. Right these were the games. Yeah, it says here. Uh, this is from thegamer.com. Before fighting games dominated the Dragon Ball brand. The, ser- the series video game was mainly composed of RPGs, always turn-based, often card-based. Interesting. Yeah, oh, it goes through Mad of the Old Games. See, this is even before me. I didn't play Goku Den. No, I played Butoden. That was my shit. This is my era right here. Huh. Well, continuing to be old gamers. Staying in those memes where it's like the old guy. It's, it's like when you're standing in line at GameStop and it's like, I'll take one Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, please. Like, I just have one. Yeah, you know what? For, for the PS5, it's like <laughs> standing oh. in line like you're buying cigarettes or something. Like it's old as hell. Like, come on, man. Let me just get my shit and leave. Don't... Oh, man. This game is the shit. Now I found more videos. All right. Sorry. Love it, man. So shout out to them, bro. Shout out to Dragon Ball Z carrying the, carrying the culture. And then this, uh, game, last this game got a huge. Sorry, not to cut you off. This game got like a like, huge. Like mad people are hyped on this. The Dragon Ball Z, yeah, yeah. If I could add, like, like this specific game, Dragon Ball Z, what's that? If it wasn't for that game, like a lot of the games that are out now that are on the same fighting, like I guess, like realm, wouldn't be like because of that game. Like Xenoverse came out because eventually of that game. Oh, what the hell! This is the game I used to play. Butoden, it's so dope. Like you could you could jump in. You know they can fly. You could jump into the sky. So you can see up here, it shows like what plane you're on. You see that? So like when you're on the ground, see Piccolo's on the ground and then Goku's flying. So you have to fly up. And then if you get close to each other, you share the same screen like this. It was truly ahead of its time. This game was so dope. Oh, wow. This was out in like, yeah, like 97 to 98. I was playing this on the old gateway. But that's because I had the big cousins uh, that would hook me up. Man, this game was the shit. I need to get, they need to put this on cell phone. But also, they were way ahead in the story than we were, which is funny. I was like, who are those guys? <laughs> <laughs> we're still in like the cell series. I'm like, what's going on? Who's the I other blonde guys? guys? His hair got really big. They must have fucked the characters up. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, my bad. Trip down memory lane. <laughs> good. And then um, to close it out here with the games, we got. Hogwarts Legacy last-gen ports delayed. Uh, coming from GameSpot, Warner Bros. Games announced that the PS4 and Xbox One versions of Hogwarts Legacy have been delayed. The last-gen editions will now launch on May 5th, 2023. Originally, uh, Hogwarts Legacy was supposed to launch for the previous-gen consoles on April 4th. So, uh, Oh, and then the Nintendo Switch version is still set to launch on July 25th. So, eh, a month. That's not too bad. But still so they gotta pause the money train for like one tiny not even not even pause it but like stop growing out of control for a tiny minute 
maybe. I feel like I'd be thinking too, I hate to use the word ignorantly about it, but like just too, because it's like, okay, they release the next gen versions. They make a shitload, a couple hundred million dollars. What? Like, Don't say that that quick, a couple hundred million you know dollars. I mean? But but it's like, you know, it, if you make that much money and then it's like, okay, we still got to drop this next one. It's like, I'm thinking, what are you guys doing as, as developers? You know what I like, like, are they just now, how's, how did, how did the next gen stuff release, like, flawlessly, but, but the stuff that we've been using for years is delayed? Like, like I, I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm just being ignorant about it. I'm not a fucking game designer so i don't know you know what i mean but like what, what really is the hard transfer between the ps5 and the 4 version and they might. if it's that successful like why like why would you guys even be sleeping in my opinion you know what i mean it's like y'all need to get this deadline out what you don't you don't see how successful this just was like why would we we got hbo contracts lined up for continuation shows like no y'all niggas ain't like knock this shit out <laughs> you know what i mean like you'll get your bonus yeah. don't worry about that but it's like I don't understand why, if it's a platform that you all been have, like, what could be the delay there? What, what's I don't know. The, I feel yeah. that. But also, like, with my business hat on, I'm like, what's the right? Like, well, okay, on the one side, it's like something has to be taking long. Like, I have no, like you're saying, I have no clue what it takes to complete this. But something has to be taking a long time. But on the other end, again, business-wise, who are they, like, what consumer are they losing? Like, who's going to be like, you know what? waiting too long who like only has ps4 and like whatever the last xbox is and is like you know what it's been too long fuck this game i'm out you know what i mean like i don't think they're losing any consumers the people that want to play this game have been waiting for forever they've only heard great things about it everyone's raving and going nuts and they're sitting at home like when can i play it so i mean if i'm hogwarts or whatever i'm like hey you know what we're gonna not do we're not gonna fuck it up so wait until it's perfect, and I'm not going to put it out a day early because we're not losing any consumers day over day. If they put this shit out in six months, they'd be like, "All right, sure." Do you think? I think I think that's where that voice comes from. I think I think uh, again, it doesn't really affect me, but I I I speak from being someone on like last console that's just waiting. You know what I mean? Like you see all of the videos, all the content, and all that shit. You know what I mean? And you're just all right, guys. Like by the time. I think of the the Jim Gaffigan skit. Remember when he was like, "Hey, I just saw Heat." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, that came out <laughs> like forever ago." Cool, like cool. <laughs> you know we what were mean? talking like, about that with the out. old libraries, though, like where they're putting out the old games, and just my older brother is like, "Awesome, I'll play." You know, whatever Max Payne three or something in twenty twenty three. Somebody, if people are playing it, man. There's the people going on YouTube that are already watching all the videos and already know all the different stories and are just, as soon as I get my chance, I'm trying to put myself in the mind of a, in the mind, put myself in the mind of an NFL player. Remember that? Uh, trying to put myself, of a, oh, put myself in the mind of a Greg Jennings. <laughs> That's to put his team, put the team on his back though. <laughs> that video is classic. Uh, but I'm just thinking if, if I, if I love video games enough that I'm still playing an old, like an old, you know what I mean? Old PC or an old mm-hmm last generation console i might i might be hanging in there hogwarts is big and uh the switch players aren't going nowhere man it's slim pickings for for switch bros moving into a little preview i got us a little double preview today actually i thought i don't know if you guys saw dead island 2 i saw some 
visuals of it and i thought that was crazy so i was like maybe we'll take a look uh at their extended gameplay trailer which is mad mad long i know that's chad's favorite game he loves him some dead island uh but we're not going to watch that whole trailer it's like 15 minutes but before that i thought (laughs) this might be kind of funny and silly to look at um this just came straight to my instagram i just got you know i get the wildest ads because of the things we talk about and you know all the links and things i say for the notes and stuff uh, but it just, it was like, it was like a movie poster with a, with a whole bunch of little like white people faces, you know, like he's not that into you style. Uh, and then they had a guy in the middle with a PlayStation controller and a headset on and it said, we need to talk. And I was like, is this a video gamers? Is this a movie? Is this like a movie for like 30 year old video game people? And it looks like it totally is. Uh, so I thought maybe I'd play the trailer for you guys for a second so you can look at this, this gamers movie. Uh, written by our new favorite white person, Todd Wolf. This is the man that I realized is actually married to a black woman, and he's the, he's the guy. I was like, who made this movie? And is he a gamer? So I went to go check him out, and I seen his Instagram, and I was like, look at your boy. Boy, guy, you know what I mean? Give this man a hand claps, huh? Give this man, give this man the hand claps that he deserves. That's for you, Todd Wolf. And we're going to give your, your, uh, your movie a little shout out. Mm-hmm. Here we go. so late when you're here all day because i film videos during the day ali come on he knows what i know is the average adult needs seven to nine hours of sleep a night to stay healthy well the average adult also doesn't run one of the biggest video game channels on the internet what up scott A's? it's your boy great scott we about to get all up in this video oh scott you know what you're an idiot um so i was thinking you suck well, after i get home tonight shut up get out of here we need to talk damn you're Oh, look at this game chat. You're worrying about absolutely nothing, all right? You never thought that she might be pregnant? That is not possible. <laughs> I knew you guys like little, the little kids. She's on the pill. Yeah. Penis is that Mike? That's right. This morning, before she left, she said, we need to talk, and I wasn't paying attention. Look, I'm just trying to find her so that we can talk. Yeah, that's trouble. Hmm. Look. Oh, he got a black friend that he games with? I'm actually not mad at this concept. She's got erectile dysfunction. That doesn't make sense. This one do you even care about comments? Have you met me? How to talk mm-hmm. to your girlfriend. Call Ali up. Find out what she wants to talk about. No, I'm not going to do that. That's I think we get idea. the concept. I'm fading it out. That was kind of funny. I mean, it's definitely corny, but maybe corny in like the okay way. I, I'm not mad at the fact that he. it's like based on him going through... The obvious premise of him with his girlfriend breaking up with him, whatever, that's fine. But he's going through it with his friends that are all gamers, and it shows them, which, of course, if you're listening, you can't see. But it shows them all in their own stages of life. Like, one of their friends looked like he was a teenager, but the other, they're all different uh, races, ethnicities, ages, but they're also, like, at home with their own families. It shows them very much like in the their dad own with homes. the kids running around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm going through this with my friends. Some of my friends, like, and then they had the guy with the mustache. Some of my friends maybe live close. Some of them maybe don't. Some I hang out with and have known for a long time. Some maybe are newer, like right, like the kid that he definitely hasn't known for a long time. Um, but like from that perspective, that's not something that I've seen accurately portrayed, honestly, anywhere ever. Have you ever seen that anywhere? Like, like no, that? I thought that was yeah. That that's, that's funny. 
That's what made me want to go look and and see who, because it was written and directed by the same guy. It made me want to go look and see, like, it's giving, this guy has kids and plays video games. You know, like, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, that was displayed in a very, like, first authentic. Yeah, yeah, very authentic way. Like, you got to... You got to live that to know and, and to be able to showcase it like from the different perspectives and you know, let ju- everything you just said. Yeah, that, that's a very firsthand experience. <laughs> right. Wait. The only thing I think is actually silly now that I think about it is that he's this like over a million subscribers gamer and all his friends are like regular gamers. <laughs> like, Fuck out of right. here. We're not just hanging out me and you playing with Doc. <laughs> it's like, oh, just one of us is crazy famous and the rest of us just hang out on stream. Fair enough. You know what? They're getting there. Everything can't be perfect. Uh, I'm going to share this screen so we can take a look at Dead Island real quick. This one, um, I might share some audio, but it was mostly the visuals that looked really impressive. Even, yeah, let me see some people get Even packed, for one of these games here. This is it here. I'll skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, they were hacking. So I just thought I'd read this from Forbes while we were at it. Dead Island 2 has been in development hell for literal years now. More than 10 if you want to get picky. Rumblings about the game started sometime in 2012, and then soon before its scheduled 2015 release date, publisher Deep Silver announced that development duties for the ill-fated sequel were changing hands completely, essentially destabilizing the future of the entire project. Skip ahead the video a little bit. Uh, Fast forward to 2023. Hey, fast forward. Uh, And first-person horror underdog Dead Island 2, somewhat miraculously, is actually headed toward an official retail release on April 21st. Oh, soon. This is via current developer Damn Buster Studios from Homefront The Revolution, of course. Uh, And it's gracing all the usual gaming platforms minus the woefully underpowered Nintendo Switch. Ouch. Uh, What do we think? Doesn't this look kind of crazy? Like, the, the visuals... It looks more impressive than any other horror game I've seen. Like, I like the approach they're taking. They're dialing up the blood, guts, and gore to, like, 100. It's a more gory dying light. Good di- dying lights. Uh, the uh, combat's very similar to this. How many of these same games are there? Like, dying light. I, I may have thought this was the same game as the one we were talking about earlier. Who's the other dead guy game? Dead. We talked about another Dead by Daylight. There it is. How many? To me, there a lot of these are very similar. That looks very fun. That looks like a very um, satisfying combat system, though. It did. That very like, gory. That's. I think that's the reason I wanted to take a look at it. Is uh, again visually, it, it felt different than like to me. All those games were kind of the same. They're fun for a few minutes, whatever. Um, but that one, like, it looked like a little bit more satisfying, right? Like, you know, some games are like a Titanfall we talk about. It's really satisfying the movement. That one looked like the combat was really satisfying, if that makes sense. Yeah, that first person, like, <laughs> punch your shit. Anyway, splats. I don't know. Maybe that's not healthy that we're so into that. Uh, <laughs> but it looked fun. I was thinking about on the back end, like, luckily, we're kind of mature enough and we've been playing enough games. You know what I mean? I feel like we're fine, but. Games like that, I'd be feeling like, dude, that's gonna damage some kids. Some kids gonna, some little teenagers gonna grow up playing that, and then next you know, gonna turn into a bath salts kid version two or something. Look, hot take: if that's the type of thing that you're into, like if you see a video game of smashing someone's head and you're like, I should do that, uh, you're already broken. That's it. That's how I've always felt. You know, that's what they tried saying. I'm sorry, but um, I remember watching something recently about the Columbine shootings, and because they played Grand Theft Auto, do you remember hearing that? 
that because they were all into grand theft auto and they thought that that's why that they went on the shooting spree and everyone was like no they they did that because they wanted to they They were fucked up have you ever (laughs) didn't push them to do that have you heard the last podcast series on columbine no i should check it out they did like a four-part series it's really good yeah they totally tried to blame like video games and like comic books and shit and it was absolute bullshit uh yeah you know lpotl is my shit but they did like yeah. a like a five part four four oh. or five part and they did it years ago but it's it's really comprehensive and good go check that out but anyways this does look fun though i'm trying to hack some people up let's get to it we're gonna like start that uh, much time it's a good uh, aggression reliever you know what i mean that's what i'm talking about and not this weekend, but next weekend, I am coming down to San Diego, so we can do a live pod. Hey, hey. live pod's on the books. Also, oh, uh, I'm hyped there. E3, uh, the tickets are out, so I am applying for our industry tickets right now. Uh, I made sure I didn't do that while we were on the pod, because I wanted to get carried away. But uh, take a look out for your boys at E3 this year. We'll show up, huh? Take a couple field trips for uh, no randoms. That's all we got this week. We will be back at you live next Thursday on the Comic-Con Radio Network. Uh, and on a podcast and YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and YouTube shorts, just technically different near you. That's all for us. We out. No randoms. <laughs> <laughs>